How it could have gone. Do, 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 do. Hello, and welcome to How It Could Have Gone with Ryan Cudahy. How It Could Have Gone with Ryan Cudahy. This is the live-casted podcast where I, Ryan Cudahy, look at certain decisions I've made in my life and see how it could have gone if I'd made a different decision. That's the basic premise for the show. Uh, we tend to go a bit beyond that, but not too far. We're, we're, we, we, uh, we understand boundaries around here. Kelsey says, hey, Ryan, how are you? Happy birthday week. Oh, God. Oh, I didn't like the reminder of that. Um, other than that, how am I doing today? A little bit of a tummy ache. It's not, it's not like a full-blown stomach ache. I'm not like, but it's, it's a little tummy ache. Ken says you're old. How? Aim says, are you 30? Everybody's being actively mean. Everybody's, it's, it's with malice of intent. It's with a uh, surgical precision. The thing about being a, a a childhood prodigy in stand up, you 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 very much fear age. <laughs> I I've gone through the loss of my cuteness, and that was just a hard thing to handle. All right, but how am I today? Um, I'm all right. I am okay. Uh, for breakfast, I had about six chocolate wafer sticks they're called aster i think we got them at h mart just had i just i had one to get me started and then i looked around and i i decided i didn't want anything more than i wanted these chocolate wafer sticks uh yeah i i just want them i want them right now but they dry out your mouth so i would not be able to podcast with these sticks going in Kelsey says, I love those pure wet cookies. Um, can't have them with my braces. Tragic. Are those what I'm talking about? They're like tubes. They have like their wafer sticks. Friday's calling me a gilf in the chat. So I, I just have to focus and move forward. I can't stop and think about that. I can't. Uh, Kelsey says, chocolate in the middle. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, this is what I, yeah. That's what I've been eating for breakfast. So six of those. Though one of them was broken a half. I still count it as six. It's probably five total. Friday says, haha, I just got my braces off today. Congratulations. This show goes out to Friday. We're pouring one out for Friday today. Got his braces off. Does, does it smell when you do that? I like this. How weird question. I never have braces. I feel like, I feel like it's gonna, I feel like it would. You, so you brush them teeth. <laughs> Ken says that's an inappropriate question. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I was just a, a, cur a moment of curiosity. Well, okay, yeah, okay, you brush them. That makes sense. Okay. Now I know. Now I know. We're walking forward with more information, and I'm sure that's going to come up today in the episode. It's all going to wrap back around. This information is going to be very helpful for me. Um, here we go. We're starting the show. Everybody, 
every I, I know what sometimes at this start I get confrontation confrontational and I say everybody shut up so I can start the show. But um today, less controversial, less confrontational. I'm gonna say everybody quiet down. Quiet down. And shut up. <laughs> And Cheryl's posting my uh, my uh, birthday. It's on Saturday. It's a Zoom. I haven't been able to listen and plug his birthday because I work key. Yeah, I'm supposed to plug people. Uh, regular listeners of the show are invited to my Zoom birthday. I'll probably put it in the Facebook page. <laughs> Sorry, I, I get moody about my birthday. I'm really I'm dragging my feet on what Cheryl says what the fuck why do you sound like that it's no I think it's gonna be a fun zoom birthday and I'm not I'm not down on that but I I can't talk about my birthday without sounding like a moody team Cheryl says I'm excited I made a trivia game yeah I am aware it's my dirty 30 stop calling it that all right, I'm going to start this episode because we're, strictly speaking, running out of time. I There's a very real chance if I don't start it now, we will get to the end of this episode uh, never having broached the topic. So here we go. How it could have gone if Ryan were a wedding planner. This is for wedding this is this is for wedding plannings. Aim says wait, but didn't get an actual comment out quickly enough, so I wait for no one. I'm not I'm not. Aim says, did you say what you ate? Yeah, I I ate little uh, chocolate wafer cookies. I that's fine. We can go back for that one. If you don't know, you won't have your barometer for the show. I, I yeah, I had cookies for breakfast. Here we go. Wedding planning. What is that? Well, weddings are big events. Usually the pairings of two people uh, in like a, a both legal and romantic sense. Uh, sort of a merging of families. And there has to be a lot of flowers. There has to be a lot of drinks, so many chairs and such. Um, so you can't plan that yourself. Kelsey says in this pandemic don't you know those are illegal I'm not where this is actually going to take place earlier back I feel like if I was ever to become a wedding planner it would be after seeing the movie the wedding planner that would be my main way I was exposed to it in my life as a concept and a possible career avenue it didn't when I saw that movie it didn't make me want to be a wedding planner it had no effect in that direction, but this is a alternate universe where that became the spark in my mind of becoming Ken says, so are you Jennifer Lopez? I like in, in I'm doing her job. I don't think I need to take any of her characteristics to accomplish this. It was just how I, it was just an ad. It just how I heard about the job. I don't want to do any of the things she does in the movie because I think she like I think it's really unethical I don't remember the actual plot but I think she's like trying to steal a groom from a wedding she's planning so that that's something I have to watch out for don't do that 
It seems shitty. Also, this movie came out in 2001. I believe I was 11. Um, so that's going to be the spark. But I don't think I could actually plan. I mean, that that year, like, it probably was a lot of canceled weddings. So I can I can put it off maybe 2004, 2005. Wait till I'm like a teen. And then people would be charmed by my gimmick, you know. I'm like a teen wedding planner. You want to know? You want to know? Do you want to have your finger on the pulse of the youth today at your wedding? You want to be about Pokemon? Well, then I I'm your guy. And come on down. And then I I I always say that at the end of my advertisements. I have that all as a billboard plastered above the freeway. Those things are expensive. But they work. In 2005, they worked. I don't know if they work anymore. People, are, people aren't looking at billboards anymore. They're not looking at... Uh, they're looking at their phones when they're driving, mostly. Uh, Kelsey says, Doogie Hauser wedding planner. That's essentially... I could, I could put that together if you wanted... I haven't seen Doogie Hauser. It's a bit before my time. Um, but if you wanted that to be your theme for the wedding... I'd, I'd probably dress people up like doctors. It's kind of a shot in the dark, but I'm pretty sure that was a doctor show. Friday says, Ryan, how much do you charge? This sounds like a Sam. Uh, I think you meant to say scam. <laughs> but since you didn't get it quite right, that was not any sort of uh, charge of Improperity that that it doesn't count. You can't say it's a scam. You can't call me out as scamming people if you can't say it right. So I got away with that one, and it's not a scam. Also, I don't know why I'm even worried about that. I'm just trying to give people the most magical day of their life, and I'm trying to accomplish that uh, probably through theming. Like uh, a lot of theming would be important. I think it's got to be things that are in. It's got to be like Transformers cartoon. Uh, it's got to be a Pokemon, like I said. Lord of the Rings was big around that time, so I, I, I'll be dressing as Frodo most of the time. I've been I've been told I look more like a Schmeagol. Um but just just to have people come in, and I don't think people want Gollum planning their wedding but you see frodo he's got a smile he's got the ring i'm like about to put it on and i'm doing that thing where my eyes roll back in my head and it's like that's how you feel at your wedding friday says only star wars theme anything else that's extra yida returns no <laughs> we're not i like yeah i could do star wars that was when the prequels were coming out i think so everybody kind of had a bad taste in their mouth about the Star Wars movies. And that's still the case now. But people still have Star Wars weddings. It doesn't seem to stop that. It doesn't really matter the quality of Star Wars stuff that comes out. Everybody just still likes it. I, I'm there too. I, hate, I fucking hated all those movies. And don't really like the original ones that much. 
But later today, because it's not smoky outside anymore, I'm going to play with my lightsaber. Uh, Kelsey says, I want Padme face for the the wedding. You want to get when she's Queen Amidala? Yeah, that was actually pretty pop. That's probably still popular. That's probably still popular decision. Yeah, we can do that. I got I got this guy who knows how to do makeup. He comes in. I don't really we don't schedule a time for him, but he'll get there before your wedding. It might be a little a couple of days before. So you got to be like really careful with the makeup for like at most three days. Uh, but that's the thing is we plan these out to accommodate him. Because I only know the one guy who does the makeup. If you want the Queen Amidala makeup. Like that's going to take. We're going to have to schedule around when he's available. Ken says, can you deep fake my face on Han Solo's face? So this was, like I said, it's earlier. It's like 2005. So we didn't have full deep fakes yet, but we were in the early stages of just photoshopping faces. Um, so here we go. What I got Ken's face and I got a picture of Harrison Ford. And I'm noticing immediately the angles aren't quite right. Um... And the head sizes are a little off. So I try making Han Solo's head a lot smaller. I'm going to use the magnetic lasso tool. Okay, that's just the... that's Okay, this is the freehand lasso tool. I don't know how to get the magnetic one. And I'm just going to remove Ken's face. It wasn't a perfect lasso. And then I'm going to just put Han Solo's face on top of that. And I'm no, I'm seeing now that I made it a little too small... For the neck so i'll expand it a bit and yeah it's it's got a lot more pixelated with me changing the sizes as much as i did yeah kelsey says what about a paper cutout like you cut out the eyes and the mouth out um oh so like he puts he puts it on over his face as like a mask yeah there's gonna be a lot of jpegging it's not going to be a perfect image, but that'll work. And then your lips are coming through where the lips are. And those look, it makes, it draws a lot of attention to your lips. I'll say that much. That way, yeah, Kelsey says, so you can eat cake. Yeah, everybody needs to eat cake. That's the thing. You were at a wedding and the way I plan them, here's, here's the Ryan special. You're going to get a tall ass cake. It is going to be very, very tall. Uh, because of that, a lot of them are thin. Um, just because we only have a certain amount of money that you're probably willing to pay. If you're willing to pay a lot more, we can make a thick base. Uh, but as of right now, with the amount of flour we are able to afford, if you're gonna get a tall one, it's gonna be a thin one. Kelsey says, I want a stripper in the cake. Well, okay, that'd be very difficult. Cause it would look like the how thin the cake is and how tall it is. It would it would look like a like a boa constrictor ate a gazelle or something. <laughs> so it would just be very thin, and then it'd be the size of the stripper, and then it'd be very thin again. Friday says, uh Friday says, can the bri bride be Princess Leia and the groom be Luke? 
that's not how weddings work. As my services as a wedding planner, um, you like if you were hiring me to plan that, and it's some sort of big joke wedding, uh, some sort of big like you just want to see this happen. I don't know if I'd be willing to do that. I mostly am just trying to make people uh, happy and married. I'm not trying to indulge any sort of um, like fan fiction level request. Um. <laughs> All right. So does anyone have any weddings they need planned? Any non pop culture reference weddings? Uh, Kelsey says happy and married. You can do one, but not both. That's how, like, that's the guarantee we give at Ryan's wedding services. It is if you are not happy being married, you get your money back double or nothing. Like, well, I, I don't know if double the, or nothing is the right term, but like, we'll give you twice as much money as you paid for the wedding. Kelsey says, I want my groom to be strictly unhappy. Oh, huh. I, hmm, I don't know. Huh. That's, that's complex. That's, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to say no. <laughs> I can't sign on to planning that wedding. All right. I'm just going to I'm just going to plan somebody I'm going to do a wedding giveaway. I know this is you're probably saying, "Ryan, you're losing a lot of money with all these decisions you're making." But I want to show people what I can do. So I'm going to do sort of a hidden camera show. Hmm, I guess I didn't need to hide the camera. But the the camera will be hidden. It's going to have a really like like found footage quality to it. We're going to record this wedding I give away. We're going to watch that couple for about three years, prove that my weddings lead to happy marriages. And then that will become our ad campaign. We'll try to synthesize all of that take screenshots from the footage, put that on a billboard. People, people are being funny in the chat right now, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, <clears throat> so first things first, I get, do the giveaway. That's just going to be, I'm going to go, hmm, how do you, I guess I'll go on, like, is Facebook out yet? Is my MySpace? So I'm going on my, MySpace. It's new. Not a lot of people are on it yet. Um, And I'm just looking for people who are announcing that they got engaged. I found a couple. Some of my, like, older sister's friends, have, they're, like, in the age group that are starting to get married. And they thought it was funny to add me on MySpace. Um, and Kelsey says, isn't the dad supposed to give do the giveaway? 
hug, hug, hug. So that's just a, that's just a uh, like a very jokey joke. I read that one because it wasn't anything about uh, people's butts, which was what was going on earlier in the chat. Ken says, I befriend a fake profile of Dane Cook. Oh, you're just on MySpace right now. You're just going, you're just updating us what you're doing on your MySpace. Okay. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, I did that too. I was in, uh, uh, I remember I was in Sarah Silverman's movies, top eight friends. I was number two. There was, there was a profile and uh, I got them to put me up on that top eight. All right, moving on from that, I found I found a nice couple, and they they're getting married, and I'm going to give them a Jurassic Park. Hmm. Yeah, Jurassic Park had been out, so it could be Jurassic Park Two: The Lost World. Hmm. Could it be Jurassic Park Three? No, it's going to be the lost world. So there's going to be tall grass everywhere. It's going to be like you can't see anything. You can just see probably like the the bridal veil kind of sticking out above the tall grass. Um, and there you're just running through the tall grass. You're running through and there are raptors in there. There's a lot. If you don't know what a raptor is, it's like. It's like the assassin dinosaur. It's all about leaping and like getting you. Uh, <laughs> it got long tails also. Um, and they're just running through in packs and they are they're they're robotic. This is I'm putting kind of all my eggs in that basket. I'm going to be investing heavily in animatronics. And and I'm going to be sitting in inside the ro robot like dinosaur i'm inside the raptor i have like a little control panel and they're not big dinosaurs they're, like they're big but i can fit but it's not comfortable and from there i'm controlling all of the other raptor dinosaurs as well there's six of them sneaky says damn the catering for that will be expensive kelsey says it's all live goats yeah yeah, but like I said, I, I am inside the, like, we still feed them goats because that's what's going on in the movie. And we're trying to keep that as realistic as possible. We want it to be immersive. It's very immersive. There's tall grass everywhere. Um, but we do have, yeah, live goats that the raptors eat. And those are mostly animatronic, but they are kind of like padded with goat meat. And then that goes into the raptor's mouth because it's going to go in down, down its throat to where I'm at. I want that meat cooked. So what we're doing is putting like four little, they're just small, they're very small flamethrowers inside the raptor's mouth. It, and it doesn't go out. It doesn't go out as a thing. It, like it's not breathing fire. It's mostly just in the mouth that cooks the meat really quick. And then I just open up my mouth and it goes down the uh, sort of robotic gullet and into mine. Uh, Kelsey says, better not be any jump scares. This is a nice dress. I mean, there will be literal jump scares. Like literally a raptor will jump out 
in the tall grass and you'll see a raptor coming at you and it'll have flames coming out of its mouth just a little bit. Uh, Aim says, should have went for a brown dress. Yeah, I mean, for a lot of reasons. The poop joke, yes. But also, you're going to be knocked down into the mud by these raptors. Even if you, even if you're the one, not the one they're pouncing on, just the tail flapping around, it's gonna knock everybody into the in the mud. Like everybody, everybody should wear maybe maybe like camo. I don't know what I don't know how their vision works. Oh, it works based off of sight, if it in movement. So. Wear your most stationary looking clothes is a great idea. Man, when I'm talking about these raptors, my cat is like hunting me at the same time. Kelsey says, that's smart. You just don't move. Yeah, that's what Kelsey's going with. Just standing still. I'm remembering that's T-Rexes actually. So it's not going to help you with the raptors at all. And you get pounce on. Um, And yeah, the thing is, I'm losing control of the pack, un- unfortunately. Uh, Sneaky Elbow says, I'm picturing a beautiful Sunny, the bride in her pristine white dress walking down towards the groom as everyone oohs and ahs at her beauty. Then an animatronic dinosaur grabs a goat in its jaws and spins around flicking blood over the entire scene. Yes, yes. But it's... Uh, but they didn't really even see her in the first place because the grass is pretty tall. Yeah, you mostly just saw the dinosaur thing. And it's also uh, a little bit rainy. And I can't control that. I mean, I could have I could have planned on a day where the forecast was better. But like. I wanted to do like a fall wedding, so your options are a little limited. Kelsey says, uh, Bride Rex instead of Bridezilla. Could you imagine the meltdown? That's what that's good. We need. So what we do is the 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 bride's running away from the raptors at this point. Mud's getting everywhere. The the tall grass is kind of falling over. And that's when we get up to the altar. And there is a. T-Rex animatronic. I pop out of the raptor one. I run up. I crawl through an access tunnel below the T-Rex that goes up into the foot. Now, uh, Sneaky says, I want to ride a dinosaur. Uh, There's a a couple of raptors going around. Like, they won't. I lost control of them. I'll give you that information. I do not have control of them. Ever since I got out of the raptor costume, they're on autopilot. And that autopilot is one-to-one exactly how the raptors from the movie act which is aggressive so if you can if you can maybe get up in a tree and jump jump down on one of them it's gonna be a wild ride but if that's your goal that's how you can facilitate it um okay i think anybody say something else i thought i thought i saw more to read Kelsey says wait this is outdoors of course how are you gonna get a t-rex indoors uh Ken says the flower girl almost got ripped in half yeah don't worry the flower girl is animatronic I will say that like they're like 
you look at something in here, there's a damn good chance it's animatronic. Actually, take a hard, just take a long, hard look at yourself. Just think about it for a minute. Do you remember where you were before this wedding? Do you remember anything about how you came to be? Do you remember being a child ever? If you can't answer those questions, you're an animatronic. We we made you just to sort of fill out the crowd. And as such, you exist to be torn apart by the raptors. Or eaten by the T-Rex. The T-Rex is a little more complicated, and we'll get to that in a second. Um... Sneaky says, I shall tame one with my dinosaur whispering skills. Yeah, like you'll need to translate those into binary because they are robots. Uh, Ken says, the ring bearer was stolen by a, uh, a pterodactyl. Oh, I think that one was human. Ooh, I think the ring bearer was human. Kelsey yells, I don't know, Ryan. Uh, I don't think we can determine whether Kelsey is uh, animatronic or not. Um... Kelsey says, also, my brother had a fall wedding on a on an alpaca and pumpkin farm. Wow. OK, I'm going to steal that. There's not alpacas there. And there's one big pumpkin. Aim says, I never I was never a child. So that that's solid uh, diagnostics towards animatronics. Um, Ken says, my animatronic is a better version of myself and I'm jealous. Well, I needed a, a Ken original there because you wanted to be Ken with uh han solo's face so i can't have no ken there so i made an animatronic of ken to walk around being ken and you know what i did i nailed it because you're not being ken right now you're trying to be han solo with your weird mask and i just like that's why that's why the robot's winning sneaky says pulls out turing test oh yeah like that's hard to facilitate that on yourself. That's that's a difficult move to maneuver to pull off. I think that is going to be a, like from my understanding of the Turing test, that is hard to self self diagnose. Um, OK, keep going down. Ames says, poor me and her darn stubborn will. I don't know what has that has anything to do with it. And Kelsey says, is Robo Ken single? I don't know Robo Ken's backstory. I just make the robots. I just throw them together, give them free will, and let them run wild. Like, that's that's what I go. That's that's where I go with them. I just, I, I'm just a god. But like, uh, an indifferent god. So I crawl out into the T-Rex. The T-Rex is the most interesting of my animatronics. I will say that much. Uh, one, it stands for a Tyrannosaurus Rex. So there's multiple layers of the name there. And uh, that that's not the only thing. The other thing is you can't really make an animatronic as big as a t-rex it would be it would you're going into truckosaurus territory like you're it, anything that big it's going to end up at a monster truck show 
like that and you know the monster trucks are always roaming around looking for these big robo dinosaurs to take so the thing you have to do if you want to make sure that legally this dinosaur is yours this big t-rex robot you need at least 51 percent of that to be real dinosaur meat so that's where that's where the immersion gets cranked up another level because this is uh the majority of it is real live cloned t-rex so that's it that's uh that's what makes this one unique uh as of such when i crawl inside to uh pilot the creature it is it's more of a conversation than just a a, a series of controls kelsey says none of that horse meat blend yeah it's got to be 100 percent, 51 percent real dinosaur Am says, anyone ever wonder what a T-Rex tastes like? Uh, hmm. It would probably taste a lot like motor oil and metal based off of what we've sort of marinated it in. Uh, Kelsey says, probably gaming. Uh, <laughs> Am says, maybe like chicken. Maybe like chicken. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> And now I began officiating the wedding. The groom is standing there in terror, trying not to move because this T-Rex is staring him down. The, the, uh, the bride runs in from the tall graph, all disheveled, is yelling, and that draws the attention of the T-Rex. And now I'm just pulling on all of the controls. I'm pulling back on the reins internally, being like, do not eat. Do not eat. You have a wedding to officiate. And I'm pulling back on the controls and every part of this thing is fighting me. The robot part is fighting me. It seems that it, like it's been convinced. It wants to eat. The t This T-Rex pasture, I guess, it, it wants to hunt. Um, Ken says, I found the ring, but not the bear. Okay. That's half. We're halfway there. Actually, that's the important half. Well, okay. <laughs> the that is the half we need now. We'll find the bearer soon. Um, Kelsey says Ken's the bearer of bad news. Um, Ken says I wiped the blood on my slacks. Oh man, that's a rental. Those are rental slacks. That's. That's the most like straightforward case of lost money in this whole thing. We're not getting that that money back from those slacks. This is the our biggest loss. All right, I'm holding. I'm. I'm basically. It's like holding back uh, a a whole like a, a a bowl that wants to run right now. I'm just pulling back on every level lever. There's some strings I'm pulling. Just do not eat. And uh, and then I, I and I'm trying to pull pull it to the side, push it to the left, and trying to convince it go into your prepared speech about the value of marriage. 
and it, it's a T-Rex. It's a, it, it is a T-Rex monster. It is part dinosaur, part machine, part me, because I'm in there. It's got an AI brain mixed with like prehistoric amber. It is it is it is a conflicted being teetering between uh, being alive and dead. Um, Aim says, then smash their faces in, in, into things instead. Wait, you're saying the middle ground between eating the people getting married and marrying them is to pick them up and smash them into things. Wait, is that... <laughs> I guess can we put this one to a vote? Because I don't, I'm, I'm really, I'm like, I'll let you know. I don't know what to do if we accidentally smash the people getting married. Because this was, there's hidden cameras everywhere. This was supposed to be my ad. I think if we smash the people getting married, I have to immediately bury this whole thing. Kelsey says they were going to smash later anyway. That's it. Like I get the wordplay very different meanings, though. I mean, they probably weren't going to smash their face. I Well. OK, well. <laughs> Aim says make them kiss. All right. This is a good middle ground. I reached down with my. Oh, well, I'm a, I'm a T-Rex, though. I reached down with my little arms. And I pick up one of them. And I pick up. Uh, oh, Friday says, I object. Um, I asked God for a sign if I should object to this wedding and a bird pooped on Ken's head. All right. Well, that's an animatronic bird. And so God is, has nothing to do with this. They, the, Your God has no control over my animatronics. I'll say that right now. I'll say it and I'll say that to him, too, if you want to if you want to bring him down here. And the other one aims says bird poop is on you as a sign of good luck. And so what I was going to say is that animatronic is supposed to poop on Ken. We we set it up. It is a very complicated. It has a laser target to make sure to get it right on his nose. And do not worry, since it is we just sort of packed it. We made the bird through and through. It is mostly just Greek yogurt coming out of there. We we found that intestine that had the most um, hilarious splatter effect. It was just the funniest one when you use Greek, Greek yogurt. It just goes everywhere, and it's very funny. So... Um, I ask you to withdraw your objection so I can make these two kiss. Ken says, so was it supposed to kill that ring bear? Um, well, it had the laser sight on it. <laughs> but like once it was picked, once it with the pterodactyl picked up the kid, I just like let the subroutines take over from there. If that makes sense, it's all very complicated. And I'm sure if we go back through the hidden camera footage 
it would make sense more sense on the second watching why I did that. First time through, it's not going to make sense. It, like, you know, it like a really good movie. It don't make sense. You have to make it make sense by thinking about it a lot and kind of covering up the little holes. So Friday. Re- I request you withdraw your objection or I challenge you to uh, sort of a mortal combat. Sort of a mortal combat. Like, we, it doesn't have to be to the death. Friday says, challenge accepted. The challenge was for you to uh, withdraw your comment. To withdraw your objection. That was the challenge. The, the, the mortal combat thing is like, which one do you want? Is basically what I'm asking. Because <laughs> I was like, do you want this or the, you don't want this? And you were like, yes. So I'm not sure. Because I'll do the Mortal Kombat. You just seem like you're just like a you're just like a person. I'm like I've gotten my Wi-Fi back up. I'm able to control all the robots. I could poop on you from a solid mile up in the sky. With pinpoint precision. So you say right now, like, just say the word, which one you going? Um... Okay, you're gonna fight me. Yeah. <laughs> what what you end up writing because of a typo here. So I'm gonna really relish this typo. I will give you the fighting fight fitting of a lifetime. I put my fists o- over my head. All right. Yeah. So that's what you wrote. You're gonna fight me when you say that. Right as you say me, you say you're gonna give me a fitting. Um. You put your hands up into the air and. Uh, a raptor comes in one side, takes off a leg. And another raptor comes in, takes off both of your hands. The um, the pterodactyl swoops down, still got the ring bearer in his talons. So the ring bearer is fine. He's just still yelling. He's like, ah! And that's coming in. And they go uh, beak first through your stomach, pop out the other side. <laughs> Friday says, I close my eyes and I just start punching. Yeah, it's good that you close your eyes because if you if you had those open, you'd see you don't even have hands to punch anymore. You're also being lifted up into the air and paled on the pterodactyl. Um, and uh, he's sort of doing a spin move that's like stopping you from like balling up. Sort of there's a barrel roll action to it. and uh, that you're able to slip off the beak, flying through the air, land directly in the mouth of the T-Rex. And then all of the fire turns on, because I do, I have them all fitted with the cooking device. And you're you're cooked up like a goat. Friday uh, or sneaky says at Friday, if you survive and you uh, and your objection stands, will you cast box marry me so we can get Ryan's Jurassic Park wedding at a heavily discounted price? Would hate to miss out on the bargain of a lifetime. That's good. Uh, Ken says at Friday, punch the nose. It's the most sensitive part of the dinosaur. And sneaky says, damn it. No. Yeah. 
yeah, he got cooked up. Everything else, he, like it, it wasn't until the very last second that I knew which way this was going to go. Um, but I asked you to withdraw the objection. I told you who I I gave you full warning. Friday said it's okay. That's how I wanted to go. Really? <laughs> Are we sure about that? <laughs> all right, all right. What? what why? <laughs> I'm trying to move on, but I don't think that would be on anyone's list. You didn't even get a punch off. Friday says, Ryan, not only a wedding planner, but also a how-do-you-want-to-die guy. That's not bad. Uh, Ken says, Friday, I will graph your face on to Robo, Ken. <laughs> you're, just trying to, you're just trying to cover up Robo, Robo Ken. You're just jealous, jealous of how he looks. You're jealous about how much everybody's having fun. Dancing with Robo Ken on the dance floor. We got a couple. It's mostly dinosaurs out there and other animatronics. We got E.T. Animal animatronic. That's just like you know. And in the background, you want to fill those numbers. Um, Kelsey says he's just so handsome. Are you talking about with the Friday graft or without? Uh. Sneaky says, at Friday, I will commemorate you by putting your ashes in fireworks and aiming them at Ryan for revenge. Oh, boy. We got another challenger. We have another another objection, it seems. I don't know how... Are, are ashes effective as gunpowder? I don't know how effective that would be. Bunny says, wedding, congrats, Ryan, throws flower petals. Yeah, the wedding, yeah, like, I planned it. So I, I think I do deserve the congratulations. I, I planned this whole thing right down um, to the body's disposal things we're doing. Uh, Sneaky says, got to do a 70-30 mix. 70% gunpowder, 30% Friday ashes. Um. Ken says, at Friday, mine or Robo Ken? Mine is, oh, wait, oh, I missed something. I missed something what Ken said. Um, Friday says, I'm really, at Ken, I'm really liking your story arc this episode. <laughs> and Ken says, mine or Robo Ken? Mine has been traumatic. <laughs> Robo Ken's having a great time. I need I, I I'll deal with the other job. Uh, actually, I'll just deal with the objection right now. Uh, I see the fireworks being set. I turn around and I just slap my giant tail down. I just plop, just plap, just, uh, just squish you. Just squish everybody, squish all the gunpowder. Now I have a lot of gunpowder on my tail. But other than that, I don't I, I don't see how that's going to like I don't need to worry about that. Uh, but you're squished. You're all squished now. Sneaky says, at Friday, I got you, but you don't because I squished you. <laughs> so, <laughs> you thought you got me, but you didn't because I squished you. And I, I walk back to the podium. I'm still holding the bride and groom by their heads. <laughs> Friday says, Kelsey, get in there. Go for the tail. No, I got to do my... um. Uh, 
sneak sneaky says laughs quietly and evilly as she pulls out her lighter. Well, pulling out your lighter, my vision's based off of movement. I see that. I see I didn't squish you well enough. So down comes the tail again. Wow. Just like three or four times. Like I just really make sure I get you this time. You shouldn't you shouldn't have done that. Uh <laughs> Kelsey says, I bonk with the with the cake server from behind. Wait. Wait, you're having you're just you're just hooking up at the wedding. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Kelsey just says I bonk. Say, OK, I don't think I have to worry about Kelsey. I'm going to marry these two. This is going to be a successful. They're going to have this is going to be a very much a bonding experience for them. Um, and oh, I guess I should. What's the speech that the person oh you, you can now you may now kiss the bride, but I gotta say that like uh like a T Rex would. Like a T Rex like um like a Okay. Damn, I, I'm never feeling funky enough to pull off a T Rex sound. Okay, here here we go. We're gonna try it anyway. Cause this is kind of important that like the pastor has to say this, otherwise they're not married. So like with with the power vested in me. But I need to T Rexify it. All right. <clears throat> no, no, no. Okay. We're going to spend some time on this so everybody get comfortable. No, that's a fucking giraffe. It's, it's still a giraffe noise. Come on. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's it's part animatronic, so it's not going to be a 100% T-Rex noise. No, that's a cat. That's, that's just a horny cat again. <laughs> All right, so that's what we get for the noise. Um, Ken says, I start to make mating calls with Velociraptors. I mean, you can call all, your right, all you want, but the Velociraptors are hanging out with Robo Ken. Like they're they're all on the dance floor together, and the, the animatronic Ken has got the moves. I don't know if your call is going to be Ken says, but why? <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. I don't. Ken says, but I'm I'm a good person. That's that's. But like, but Robot Ken's a great person. Is the thing. You're just you're you're doing fine, but he stepped up to that next level. Uh, Kelsey, Kelsey says, "What do you think a giraffe sounds like, Ryan? I can't breathe." Yeah, no, I think I got a giraffe accidentally in there. So, and the uh, they kiss, they they got sort of got the message from my roar. They kiss. They are now pronounced. Um, married people, and I uh, I need to get get all this footage back to the editing room. Uh, Friday says Ryan nine minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm just I'm still in my T Rex thing, and I'm just gonna edit all the footage. Um, I don't think there's anyone left to take me out. Sneaky says love is in the air. Blast over the loudspeaker. That's good. That's good. They're they're running away off into the tall grass, and that that movement catches the attention of the robot uh, velociraptors, and they sort of run out into the tall grass after them. I don't know what's going on out there though. 
Kelsey says, I throw rice in your face. Um, okay, yeah. That, that Okay, that's actually kind of a problem because the, the, the T-Rex I made, the T-Rex suit isn't supposed to eat anything other than meat. It's like a strictly carnivore. So the rice goes into the mouth because it's just hanging open. Um, and it like it goes starts to go down the gullet, but the T-Rex biology slash uh, programming rejects that. It's no, it's, it knows it's not supposed to have rice. So it starts coughing and spitting the rice back up. That engages the fire in the mouth, the little flamethrowers, which catch the rice on fire and that shoots out. Kelsey says, lol, dumb dino, probably why they all died. <laughs> Friday says, Ryan, you know what must be done? I really don't, because I'm freaking out behind the controls. And I'm sort of like, I'm just pushing all the buttons. And so the uh, I'm running around with this fire rice is being shot out. This fried rice is hitting everything and catching everything on fire. I'm spinning in circles because I'm just trying to pick which way to run. Uh, and I, I, my tail actually lands on one of the tall grass areas that have ca- caught on fire. Bunny says background music is now staying alive. That's good. Ken says Han Solo phase melted on to my, to mine, and actually that really helped. That actually looks because like, right now it was uh, before it was a little too loose, like it, you could tell you were wearing a mask, but when the fire hits you and it melts on. Then you're like, oh, oh, it's Han Solo. Before it was like, it's like a shrinky dink. It doesn't look quite right until it gets the right size. I don't know how shrinky dinks work. Um, uh, But anyway, I'm spinning around in my tail, which was covered in gunpowder. Lights up. That travels up the tail each and it reaches the... uh, big old propane tanks that I was kind of using as like uh, dinosaur testicles a little bit uh, that powers the flamethrowers in the mouth. And, and yeah, I just explode. Sneaky says, I have to admit, despite Ryan being evil and killing everyone, I'm glad he still has his legs. I'm not evil for one. I am a teen wedding planner. I thought this was going to be cool. I thought everybody was going to like this. I didn't understand like the difference between fantasy and real violence at this point. I was, I was not fully developed yet. Um, Kelsey says he's misunderstood. Exactly. Also, also let's take a back step, uh, a step back and say, I'm a fucking genius in this one. I am a goddamn like I may be evil. I'll even concede that I'm evil. I mean, I'll even concede that my impact on the world is a strictly evil presence. But I made some really impressive robots and successfully cloned 50% of a dinosaur. Sneaky says, not smart enough to realize dinosaurs kill. Well, I guess, like... Yeah, that's a good point. I saw Jurassic Park. I knew it, how it didn't go well. Them <laughs> didn't go well for them. I don't know why, but all right. Yeah. So, like, my intelligence stat is high. My wisdom stat's low. I think that's how we would say this. Um, 
Albo says dinosaur dinos don't care kill the teeth are the killers. Well, this time it was actually uh, a mix between teeth, claws, and beak, uh, and also fire. By the way, yeah, yeah. Once the once the dinosaur T Rex blows up, I'm just flying into the sky. Um, like the a little bit blown up, just a little bit blown up. Like I'm still all right. Uh, but we're, we are dealing with a situation where I've rocketed like 200, 300 yards into the sky. Um, I run into, I run into the pterodactyl. The ring, ring bearer seems to be doing fine. He's gotten used to it. He's starting to yell, we, uh, and then I fall back to the earth. And I mean, that's. That's the wedding planner. That's like, like, that's it. That's the end of it. Falling back to earth. I don't see any way out of this one. So where, there we go. That's how it could have gone. If Ryan cut it, he. Um, Friday says, oh, I wanted to tell you the Ryan that, Vi- I wanted to tell you, Ryan, that vines are terrible and you were right. Vines are terrible. I'm sorry all the resentment I was carrying towards you. <laughs> Did you go watch Vines? Because Vines suck. <laughs> Kelsey says, I don't remember any of this in the J-Lo version. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I was hoping I wasn't going to be um, too on the nose. But I think the main thing I did wrong with this episode of the Ryan as a Wedding Planner is I it was too close to the source material. Of the J-Lo movie. Like if you watch it. It is the same movie. Uh, The Ken role. Was kind of filled by Matthew McConaughey. Um, I like. Like it was. It was exactly the same as this. Ken says what a beautiful wedding. I know I'm tearing up. I'm, I'm, I'm on it. Like they're flowing. I'm worried it's gonna. Like all these tears are gonna break my phone. Cause. Uh. Yeah, this it was it was just beautiful. The the part where the rice was on fire and shooting out of the mouth of the T-Rex that was a robot. It's like. That's every that's like every little, little girl's dream, I think. This is an assumption on my part. <sighs> All right, that is the end of today's episode. Uh, Kelsey says, it's like you looked at my Pinterest board. (laughs) Sent champagne. Thank you very much for that, Kelsey. And cupcakes. Champagne and cupcakes. Man, I could have done a lot more fun. Oh, there could have been like a ball pit wedding. I could have had it be just like a Chuck E. Cheese. I literally had infinite possibilities and I went with robot dinosaurs. I guess... I guess what like when you have the opportunity to go for robot dinosaur, it's kind of only when you have limitless possibilities. Like you don't you don't often get a chance to do that. So when you have the chance, when your possibilities are limitless, stop off down at robot dinosaurs. Yeah, so this is that's when <laughs> that's my last ad for my wedding planner service, which. Uh, at the end, sort of pivoted into robot dinosaur salesman. Come on down. All right. 
that is the end of the show. I'm just going to do plugs real quick and get out of here. It, the plugs for this one are um, I'm asking people to donate to the Black Lives Matter movement. I'll put a donation link in the episode description when I upload this. I'm also letting people know that I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Dr. Comos. That's D-R-K-O-M-O-S. And that is uh, like we just have some bonus episodes you can give to support the show. We're going to I'm going to maybe put up like things where people vote on stuff, but I'm not sure what yet. And I might put up some of my writings. I just have a little I like to do little writings. Maybe maybe if you like me, you like my little writings. They're not funny. They're just little they're just little things. (sighs) I don't know. All right. Sneaky says, I've missed this. Oh, uh, but it's so early for me. It's 6 a.m. here. That's so weird. The planet's round. (laughs) Yeah, this would be such a weird way to start your 6 a.m. day. Um, All right. So that is the end of uh, (laughs) Friday says, Kelsey, I found the cutting cucumbers video. It was awful. (laughs) Yeah, that was a bad find. I don't know. <laughs> and Sneaky, make sure you get your sleep. Yeah, I love love to have you here, but you don't have to. <laughs> it's not it's not that funny, Kelsey. It's just it's a very obvious joke. Um, all right. End of the episode. I'm just going to do my outro and get on out of here. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show and supporting it. <sighs> So I've been Ryan Cudahy, and that's how it could have gone. That was closer to a T-Rex than my other thing was. Thank you. Goodbye.